0: Welcome to the Addison Reads audio blog. If you crave to raise children that love to read, to build a library of resources in your home to help you take purposeful action as a parent, and to connect with your children unlike ever before, welcome home. You have the power to be a purposeful parent. You just have to look to your bookshelf. My name is Sam, and I am your intentional, kid-lit tour guide. Hello, hello to the Addison Reads community. Now, if you have been around here for a while, if you've been a lifelong lover of Addison Reads, you should be jumping for joy right now, guys, because I am bringing back all the good things about Addison Reads. Um, If you've listened to one of my past episodes, I believe it was episode six, I did one of my famous book reviews, and I plan to do that more and more often, bringing back the heart and soul of what Addison Reads really started um, when when we started out, what we were doing. So uh, I'm also excited to share that I am bringing back something called Reads and Things. So I used to do it on Sunday. It was called Reads and Things Sunday, but let's be honest, um, I'm a mom. I work almost all the time. I spend a lot of time with my daughter. I'm an intentional parent, and frankly, trying to do something every single Sunday was just a little ridiculous, especially since I like to have tech-free weekends. How am I supposed to write a blog post and share um, a podcast episode if I'm not supposed to be touching my computer? So that is that, and reads and things really is just a kind of a curation and a roundup, so to speak, of all of the things we've been reading, the things that we've been loving in life, um, different techniques and things that I've been picking up as a parent, as an intentional person, and even some you know like items that we've been using, toys we've been playing with, places that we've gone, etc. I've kind of covered the gambit of things um, with these reads and things posts, and I'm really happy to be bringing it back because I think it really opens up. Um, a light and a door into my household and how we run things here just because it's easy to see with specific examples from people's lives how they actually implement the techniques that I talk about in my blog and the podcast all the time so I love doing these reads and things posts and I'm very very happy to be bringing them back. So, what I like to do is I have kind of two sections here. I do the reads, so those are all the books that we've been reading, including some that I'm reading and my husband's reading if that is something that um, is, you know, fun to share. Um, and then I also do the things side, which sometimes includes places we've gone or different things that we're using in our lives. So without further ado, I would like to jump in to Reads and Things 12, so this is the number 12 installment of this, and if you want to read the other ones, you can just go to the Addison Reads blog. and and search through the archives. So, the books that we've been reading lately with Addison um. So there is a book series by Bill Cotter. Uh, it doesn't actually have a name as far as I know, but the books are called Don't Push the Button, Don't Touch This Book, and Don't Touch the Button, A Christmas Adventure. There might be some other ones that we don't have yet, but we have those three in the series. And they are super silly books. They've got this character named Larry. I'm not even really sure what he is. He's like this alien monster thing. And he just insists that the reader either doesn't touch the book or doesn't touch the button in you know depending on which book it is and it's a very interactive book he like tempts the you know the reader to not touch it but maybe we should and what happens if we do and it's similar to those other books like the press here book uh, where you know you make an action the the reader makes an action like pushing the button and stuff happens in the book. So it's pretty darn cute and adorable and we've been reading it for a while now. And as soon as my husband came back from being gone in his training, my daughter was all over those books because he reads them the best. I mean, he's just so funny when he reads them. And we've been having fun with them, but... We've had to actually put them away for now because we've been reading them a little too much and it was kind of getting boring and my daughter would insist that we read this book again and again and again and so we've kind of switched it out in in her micro library as we call it, the books that are in her bedroom that we use at night for bedtime reading. So we love those books but they can get a little overwhelming because they're short and similar between the three of them and so maybe you don't want to read them too much over and over again but they are pretty funny and pretty good so i highly recommend them if you're a family that values silliness and you really like the books that involve some sort of interaction and kind of like guessing what's going to happen after you do a particular action so those are the books that we like for that and then we're also loving this book which is a little more serious and it's called gilbert the great and it's by jane clark The thing that really drew me to this book was initially the title because my husband's name is Gilbert. And so I went over to the book and I do not recommend buying a book just because your name is in it or your family member's name is in it. I've done that before and I was highly disappointed. So don't, you know, don't uh, look at the cover and just assume that the book's going to be great just because it's got your name in it. So I read the book and really what it's about is it's about a story where a shark Um, has this fish friend, I think it's a remora and the remora eventually has to leave and the shark is really sad and he's going about his life and just he's just lonely and his friend is gone and then he eventually meets a new friend that is um, just as good and makes him happy. And it's really a story about friendship and the feelings that come along with um, when a friend moves away and it's a really heartwarming story. I love the ending and it has a really good message and purpose in our lives and Addison, as a military uh, brat, as they call it, I don't really like that expression, but as a military child, she is going to experience the process of moving away from her friends or her friends moving away from her, and so I realized this book is going to be great, it's going to be an excellent asset in our intentional bookshelf in the future, so we grabbed it, and I think it was like seven bucks or something, it was at Kohl's actually, which... The Cole's books are sometimes great, sometimes not great, so I always proceed with caution with any book that I buy, I read through it before I get it, um, but this one was a knockout so I had to get it and it had my husband's name so it was great all around. So those are the books that we have been loving for Addison and I've been on a little bit of a reading kick lately and I've been specifically reading thrillers and mysteries, my favorite genre ever. The three books that I've been reading lately uh, or that I just finished reading over the past month or so are called Vanishing Girls by Lauren Oliver, The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn, and The Marriage Lie by Kimberly Bell. Now, all of these books kind of have a similar dynamic going on where there's characters that are trying to figure out something that's happening and they just they get closer and then they get you know things get confusing and then they get a little closer again and you think you know the ending and then you don't and those are my absolute favorite kinds of books because they really push you to to think critically like what is going on and i love the books where you you finally get to the ending and then you have to say okay Now I want to go back through the rest of the book and see if there were hints here and there of what was going to happen, and typically there are, and it's really fun to piece it together, so I can't even really rate which one I liked the best, but if I had to, let's see, I think I probably liked The Woman in the Window the best because it was just so surprising. I just did not see it coming, and it was also, I I like binge read it, I think I read it in a day and a half, and... Like as a mom, doing all these other things in my life, just imagine how much time I really have to read a book. So considering it was read in a day and a half is a true testament to like the page flipping velocity of the ability to read the book. It was awesome, I loved it. Um, So I highly recommend all of those if you're into the thrillers and mysteries kind of genre. Um, Those are my favorites though. So if you have any recommendations, highly, highly would encourage you to reach out to me and let me know what they are. I can't wait to read them. my seriously my bookshelves are filled with the thriller mysteries and it's funny because I always tell people who are interested in the concept of the intentional bookshelf for their kids, I often get the question, uh, you know, I want to do an intentional bookshelf for me. How do I do that and what does that look like? And really, it is kind of like a curation of your favorite genres, uh, the kind of self-helpy nonfiction books that represent you. And just, I like to think that if I pass away, you know, someday I'm going, it's going to happen. I want Addison and my hopefully future children to look at my bookshelf and get to know me through the books that I read. And I mean, they're gonna see the Thriller Mysteries books, they're gonna see the Harry Potter books, they're gonna see um, self-help books about simplicity and essentialism and minimalism, and they're gonna get to know who I am through the books that I read and I think that that's so valuable and so important. So that's why I purchase these books, I don't always buy the books that I read, Um, I use the library extensively and so the ones that I really invest in are true reflections of me. So those are are my favorites. Okay, so now let's move on to the things that we've been loving lately. I mentioned in a previous podcast and blog post about how I was solo parenting, I believe that is episode 8 of the podcast, and I was solo parenting for 2 months while my husband was just gone, and thank goodness by the time I'm recording this, he is here and I am so happy Uh, he got back about a week ago and we just had this joyous reunion, the three of us, and we had the most glorious uh, weekend last week, it was fantastic. We spent so much time outside, which I'll talk about in a minute, Um, and we are implementing a no phone rule um, on weekends and at night. So I work from home, I do consulting, like tech consulting, and I also, of course, do Addison Reads, which means that I'm on technology a lot and I found myself very easily getting distracted by my phone, um, especially at nighttime. when I'm supposed to be spending intentional time with my family, I was on Instagram or you know wherever else it doesn't even really matter. I was on my phone and not present in the moment. and so for me, it's easiest if I take my phone and I put it away. so, that's what we've been doing lately I've been putting it in a drawer and then on the weekends you know we try not to just be on our phones all the time because this is time that we finally get to spend together as a family like my husband's not working Addison's not in school I'm not working we're all together so we have to maximize on that because we don't have forever we don't have forever to spend together so I don't want to be remembered by my daughter just being obsessed with my cell phone so we have got the new phone rule and it's been going pretty well So I mentioned, so this is number two, I mentioned that we've been spending a lot of time outside and that's because the weather in South Carolina right now is ridiculously nice. It is like 75 to 80 degrees every day. There's a little bit of humidity, but not too much. So we're not quite into the summer yet. And it's just so nice to spend time outside. And we've been hanging out in the backyard specifically a lot. And so I've got a little list here of the things that have been making our outside experience really, really fun. And has been keeping all of us kind of engaged together. So that's um, Addison's toddler trampoline. So I think it's like a seven-foot um, Diameter trampoline and I can actually go on it with her so it's not like one of those tiny ones Um, but she loves that she got that for Christmas from Santa Claus and has been obsessed with it but specifically since we've all been hanging out outside she has been jumping in that thing like crazy Um, and then we also have like an on-the-go Hammock, so it's not one that's like staying there forever We can like remove it and take it with us if we went camping or whatever But we've had that hammock for like three months and it has been used so much. It is so valuable to us I think it was like 20 bucks too So it's not ridiculously expensive and has made hanging out in the backyard just so much more relaxing We don't have any outside furniture yet. So it's been nice to do that Another thing we've been doing outside is just doing bubbles and the water table and chalk so these are really inexpensive things to invest in that you can keep your kids busy outside so that they're not just inside all all the time and and just uh, on their phones or on the computer or whatever, just to get them outdoors and hanging out. And it's activities that you can easily do together as a family, like bubbles is is like the easiest, cheapest thing that you can possibly do, right? You invest once in a bubble wand and you use those bubbles up and then you make more with soap. It's like the cheapest thing ever. So that's my, that's our favorite thing right there. But the water table is pretty cool too because she can get outside and we don't have to worry about having a pool outside, killing the grass. And then the chalk is fun because she loves to Color and she loves to design and chalk is easy because you can just clean it up when you're done. So you can even dump the water table on the chalk to remove it. There you go, everything is being recycled. I'm going green, guys. Okay, speaking of going green, Um, In terms of smoothies, because I love a good smoothie, I am obsessed with this new Ninja Blender that we just invested in for the family. And the truth is, we don't really have any kitchen appliances, like any good ones, um, except for the Keurig, because hello, I have to have my coffee. If you guys know me, I am a coffee, not I wouldn't say a coffee addict, but I like a good cup of coffee every single day. So we've got that, um, but otherwise, we don't have a ton of kitchen stuff just because we've moved so many times over the years as a military family, and we've gotten rid of things, we've got more things and got rid of that, and we just have decided now, okay, we're older, We're more established. We're probably gonna be here for a while. So let's invest in good kitchen stuff. And the ninja was like, we have to have this because I'm a big smoothie fanatic. Um, It's pretty funny too, because I'm like making smoothies every day, like all day. I'm like a smoothie machine. It's kind of crazy. My husband comes home from work and I'm like, do you want a smoothie? Addison wants a snack. I'm like, hey, smoothie time. I get back from the gym and I'm making a smoothie. It's like, maybe I have an obsession guys, (laughs) send help. Or send yourself and I will make you a smoothie. Yeah? No? <laughs> you know it's ridiculous as I'm laughing right now and I'm all by myself. So those of you that are listening, just know that I'm a weirdo, but I will make you a smoothie if you want one. Okay, guys. That is my reads and things for this week. I'm just so overjoyed to be doing this again. I love sharing my heart and getting... I I guess it's just like letting you into my personality a little more. I'm a bit of a weirdo, if you haven't guessed that um, at this point. So my other podcast episodes where I'm doing more teaching is very focused on the purpose and I want to make sure that I'm getting my message across and not letting my silliness overpower what I'm trying to say. But in these reads and things or posts and, and podcasts, I want to show you more of who I am because the truth is... You all are my community, and the best way to serve you is to give you my fullest self, right? So I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know if you guys have any good smoothie recipes, if you have any good uh, thriller mysteries that I should check out, or if you just want to chat about hanging out with your kids outside. This has been an episode from the Addison Reads audio blog. Be sure to head over to our website, addisonreads.com, to read the blog posts in full download free resources, and join the Intentional Book Club. As always, happy reading.